3: This is the Veasan Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello, once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Friday, October thirteenth edition of Veasan Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Glad to be with you as we're talk ALCS here on today's show. That series starts on Sunday, NLCS beginning on Monday. So we'll talk about that on the Saturday edition here of the podcast. Still a lot of things to talk about here. I'll give you some initial thoughts on the National League Championship Series, the series price, some of the other things that are out there, the game one line, stuff like that. But most of the focus here on today's show will be to take a look at the series between the Rangers and the Astros, which does start here in the eight o'clock hour Eastern time on Sunday night. Over at vsin.com. NHL betting guide recently came out. Johnny Lazarus doing his best bets Tuesday through Saturday over there at the website. NBA betting guide also recently came out. We are posting that to the website today. But if you want that guide, the only way to get it to become a vsin pro subscriber. So head to VSYN.com slash subscribe and check out our subscription options. Lots of NFL and college football content here for the weekend as well to go along with golf, UFC, NASCAR coverage with our Gone Racing podcast. A lot of stuff going on over at the website for you to check out. And, of course, our college basketball betting guide coming out in 10 days, October 23rd for that publication. Every single conference will get some run in that season preview, and then we'll announce what we're doing on a daily and weekly basis as we get closer to the college basketball season. All right, so let's knock this out first here. Diamondbacks and Phillies. Phillies are minus 162 favorite for game one. Should be Zach Gallen and Zach Wheeler. I would be surprised if it was anything other than that. Phillies, a seventy favorite here in this series. Diamondbacks plus 145 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, remember, the Dodgers were minus 205 going into that series. Had a bet on the Dodgers. Clearly, that didn't work out as we wind up with a Diamondbacks sweep in that series, but obviously the Diamondbacks getting some respect for what they've done here in the postseason, going 5-0, and beating the Brewers first, the Dodgers after that, so they've beaten a couple of division champions here. So we'll see what happens as we go forward here in this one, but uh, we do have the Dodgers, uh, you know, a lot of soul-searching for them, a lot of questions for them going forward here, but, you know, it is all about the Diamondbacks who have advanced to the NLCS for the first time since 2001 which was that year where they got the Luis uh, Gonzalez walk off single uh, that was the year that they had Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson in that rotation so we'll see what the Diamondbacks are able to do there against the Phillies and I will talk more about that series on tomorrow's show but let's talk American League Championship Series here as we've got an all AL West showdown and remember the Astros won the AL West on the final day of the regular season, they went nine and four head to head against the Rangers. They won that season series pretty comfortably, both from a win-loss standpoint and also from a run differential standpoint. So they wind up with the number with the number two seed. They get the bye, even though both teams identical ninety and seventy-two records. But because the Astros had the tiebreaker, they will be at home here in the American League Championship series. Astros a minus 140 favorite. Rangers plus 120 on the take back here. This is the seventh straight ALCS appearance for the Houston Astros, which is remarkable. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's a dynasty by AL standards, to be sure. They've been to the World Series four times in that span. They're two and two in the World Series. So we'll see if they can run it back. Of course, they won last year, beating the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll see if they can run it back and be back-to-back champions here for this season but they do have to get through a pretty good Texas Rangers team and the thing about these two teams here is that they're both playing pretty well at this point in time and there was a recent series in the month of September between these two teams Houston swept that series I believe it was September 6th through the 8th uh, either that or 4th through the 6th something like that Houston swept that series and won it 39 to 10 but at that point in time the Rangers were not playing well at all whatsoever they are playing much much better here As we head into this series, Justin Verlander already named the game one starter for Houston. I would anticipate we see Jordan Montgomery going for the Rangers in game one here on Sunday. Game two, likely to be Nate Uvalde and Framber Valdez. Then it gets interesting because Max Scherzer threw 60 pitches in a sim game uh, this past Wednesday. So I would anticipate that he is available, is active on the roster for this series. My guess is that Scherzer pitches Wednesday. Now, the Sim game last Wednesday would set him up to go on Monday here, but I think they'd rather go with Uvalde as the Game 2 starter there in all likelihood against Framber Valdez. But I think we see Scherzer in Game 3. And if we see Scherzer in Game 3 on Wednesday, that would be October 18th, he could come back on Monday if Game 7 is necessary because that would be regular rest, Uh, especially by his standards. You know, now you kind of get five full days of rest, but that would be four days rest. I would expect him to be able to come back for a potential game seven if it was needed. So I think Scherzer is the game three guy for the Rangers. I would expect Dane Dunning to be game four. I know that they used Andrew Heaney as their number three starter in that series against Baltimore, uh, using him in game one. A lot of that was matchup dependent. A lot of that was ballpark dependent. In this series, though, I think the last thing you want to do is throw another lefty at the Astros if you don't have to because Houston was very, very good against lefties throughout the season, very good against lefties in the second half specifically. So I think you want to avoid the Heaney start. Maybe you use him as a reliever. Maybe he's a piggyback with Scherzer in game three, something like that. But I don't think that they'll use Heaney for a start here. I think it will be Dunning, who winds up being the fourth starter for the Rangers here. For the Astros, I expect Christian Javier to pitch Game 3. Javier was really good against the Twins in that division series. For Game 4, I think you see Jose Urquidy. Certainly, it's a possibility you could see a J.P. France or a Hunter Brown, something like that. But the fact that they went with Urquidy in Game 4 against the Twins suggests to me that they felt like that was their best option. And I don't know why it would be any different here in a series against the Rangers. But again, that Max Scherzer wild card, I think is really, really interesting here because the question I think would be his name value versus where he's at right now, because he did have a pretty significant injury that takes guys a lot longer to come back from than it appears to be taking Scherzer uh, with that strain in his upper back. That's something that has taken guys, you know, 8, 10, 12 weeks Scherzer did it in you know mid-September, so he'd be coming back very, very quickly. I don't know how sharp he would be, but at the same time, Scherzer at 75 or 80% is definitely an upgrade over Heaney or Cody Bradford or somebody like that. So I think that they will have Scherzer in the rotation here. I just think it's a pretty big question to see how he would actually fare in this game. So there are some thoughts on the pitching. We'll talk about the hitting after a short break here on v All right, we're back on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five star reviews. Very, very much appreciated for this and all of the shows here in our VSIN family of podcasts. Just talked about the pitching, so let's talk about some hitting here. So far this postseason, the Rangers batting 282 as a team, 373 on base, 492 slugging, the Astros 261, 311, 507. Houston hit 10 home runs in the four games against the Twins. The Rangers have only hit seven homers in their five games, but they've drawn 26 walks, and also the Rangers have 15 doubles. So they've done really well generating run scoring opportunities and then capitalizing on them. They're batting 296 with runners in scoring position here in the postseason so far, 418 on base, 593 slugging, and 67 plate appearances. So they've really capitalized on their run scoring chances And that's what made them such a hot team for so long during the regular season. If they are able to do that, they will be playing in the World Series. If they're able to continue to keep up this very torrid pace with men in scoring position, they will win this series. They will advance. That's just a lot for any team to overcome. Now, again, though, home runs are the great equalizer. And Houston, as I mentioned, with 10 of them in four games, Rangers with seven. So we'll see how that dynamic plays out. But my good friend at MLB Dream on Twitter with a very good stat here today, the team with more home runs in a game is 14 and one this postseason. So there have been 22 playoff games to this point, 22 out of the possible 32 because we've had some really short series. But of those 22 games, the team with more home runs, 14 and one, the one is the Orioles loss in game two, where Aaron Hicks hit a three run homer in the ninth inning. Otherwise it would be 14-0, and 0. and that was an 11-5 to 5 game when Hicks hit that home run. So power is definitely the great equalizer here in the playoffs, so we'll see if the Rangers can keep hitting for that high slugging percentage with the doubles, if they can convert some of those into home runs, and also if Houston can keep hitting the long ball here. But the thing for the Astros, in that series against the Twins, they only had six hits with a runner in scoring position, batted 194, 242 average, or on base, 290 slugging, It's a very, very small sample size. But again, that's going to be the difference in this series here, which team hits with runners in scoring position. And so far in the postseason, the Rangers have been very good at that. The Astros have not been. But again, the sample sizes are small and they can level off a little bit here. Astros, as I mentioned, top offense against lefties really throughout most of the season, especially over the final two months from August 1st to October 1st. The Astros put up a 142 WRC plus against lefties. The Rangers had a 97 WRC plus. Now, WRC plus, for those who are new to that statistic, maybe new to the podcast, new to my content over at vcid.com, 100 is league average. It is a park-adjusted and league-adjusted metric that shows how much better a team is or how much worse a team is relative to a league-average offense. 100 is average. The Astros being 142, means that they were 42% better against left-handed pitching than an average offense over the final two months of the regular season. And Texas' 97 means they were 3% worse than a league average offense in that span. So when you think about game one with the Southpaw Jordan-Montgomery for the Rangers, when you think about game two with a struggling Framber Valdez from the left side going for Houston, I think it's pretty interesting to look at The first two games of this series, because I do think they will ultimately dictate who wins this series. If it's a split, we're in line for a very deep series and anything could happen. If the Astros hit Montgomery and the Rangers are unable to hit Valdez, well, then they're going home down 2-0. And then the dynamics of this series really, really change in a big way. The Astros also in that final two month span, 122 WRC plus against righties. Only Atlanta was better. And the Rangers were eighth with a 113 WRC plus. So both of these teams, top 10 offenses against righties. The Astros clearly better against lefties. I think you can make a case for both sides here in this series. The one thing I didn't talk about here on the pitching side, and this might be the deciding factor. There are a lot of things that could be the deciding factor in this series, but it may very well be the bullpens because this Texas bullpen was Good at times and really, really bad at times. So far here in the playoffs, they've been good. They've allowed four runs on 11 hits and 16 and two thirds. The Astros bullpen allowed six runs on 10 hits in 15 innings there against Minnesota. But keep in mind, Houston had the long layoff. And I think that relievers who aren't used to going five plus days without appearances, I think the layoff really hurts them. So Houston, we don't have to worry about that now. So I would anticipate their bullpen arms are probably pretty sharp. On the Texas side, they're pretty reliant on lefties. Will Smith, Aroldis Chapman, Brock Burke. These are all left-handed arms for the Rangers that they may have to throw in high leverage against Houston. And as I just talked about, Houston hits lefties really, really well. So is there a serious price to make? I don't think so. I don't think there's a serious bet to make here. Again, Astros minus 140, Rangers plus 120. I certainly think that the Rangers are very live. I don't know if plus 120 is good enough for me to get involved, especially because Jordan Montgomery, you know, he's made three starts here in the playoffs so far. Um, Well, two starts, I guess. One of them really good, one of them not so good in that start against Baltimore, but the offense really bailed him out. That's a really important game for the Rangers because the thing about a best of seven, and I'll talk about this tomorrow when I break down Phillies and Diamondbacks, best of sevens require more depth. In a best of five series, You can get away with using three starters in a best of seven. It's much more difficult to do. And, you know, the depth of both of these rotations, I think, is a little bit suspect. But the depth of the Texas rotation and the uncertainty with Scherzer is such that Montgomery has got to be good in game one. He's got to be good against a very, very tough lineup. And I don't know that that will be the case. And you do have in game one, again, expecting Montgomery and Verlander. The Rangers are plus 120 and the Astros are minus 142. So basically the series price right there. If Montgomery is good, then Rangers plus 120 is going to look like a good bet for the series. If he's not, and Houston takes down the series, then the question becomes do you want to come back in on Texas, where they're likely going to have Yvaldi, Scherzer, and Dunning, three straight righties, going up against maybe some weaker arms for Houston. You know, for Ember Valdez has not pitched well. Christian Javier got a good matchup against Minnesota. I don't think Texas is as good of a matchup for him. And then, of course, Urquidy or France or whoever they decide to use in game four. So I think that's kind of what I'm looking at here. I may be interested in Texas after game one if they lose the Montgomery game. Uh, If they win the Montgomery game, probably won't have a play at all. But we'll see what the price is if they lose game one here on Sunday. That may be where I get interested in a series price. As far as the length of the series goes, I do think it's a long series. But over five and a half games is minus 180 at DraftKings. That's just too cost prohibitive for me. Over six and a half games plus 200. That's not a good enough price to gamble on there being a seventh game here in this series. So nothing before the series for me. But I do think that if the Rangers lose game one, I may get invested in their series price at that point in time, because I think there's still a very good team playing very well at this point in time. And Houston, while the offense looks great, the pitching staff is maybe a little bit more vulnerable than it's been during this run of seven straight ALCS appearances. So those are my thoughts on the ALCS. You can read the preview over at vston.com. And if you don't want to wait, you can get the NLCS preview over there at the website as well, as I will do that preview on tomorrow's show and also talk a little bit more about game one for the Rangers and the Astros. So please rate, review, subscribe. Five-star reviews, very, very much appreciated. And come on back again tomorrow for another edition of v Daily Baseball Bets.